How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not Another Movie Pod. I'm Zach Williamson with Luke Goosens and Ross Cutsforth. Today, we're talking Mandalorian episode 8 and 7 because we missed that. Sorry, y'all, you know, we've been late, a little bit inconsistent lately with, due to the holidays, but our schedule will pick back up next Monday when we drop the Rise of Skywalker review and discussion, finally. We also have been dropping pods on our Patreon the past few weeks, so you can check that out at patreon.com slash notanothermoviepod, and follow our Twitter at notamoviepod for updates for when we post new pods to our Patreon. Also on this one, Ross will join us about halfway through because he was running a little late due to f- some family stuff. This episode was a good episode. And the last one. Both of them were pretty good episodes. Flipping, they didn't have to re-show him fucking his parents dying. Seen that three times. Because we've already seen that. That was the third time they put that in the show. Yeah. You could have just cut it forward. Well, before, I guess, they kind of show flashes of stuff. It wasn't well, we saw him die, and we that. saw the battle droid open it up like... Yeah, we Fuck, saw they that. They only had to show it once. Yeah, they could have just basically started it right before that and then showed the big reveal that it's the Mandalorians who saved him. Mm-hmm. I can't believe people thought it was going to be like Obi-Wan. That would have made zero sense. Dude, I'm confused. Why did Moff Gideon say, remember when they're like negotiating, they're talking mm-hmm. and they're inside the that room and Moff Gideon's outside with his troops and he's like, mm-hmm. you've already crossed us once like why would i trust you now i'm what's his name the other guy grief carga he was supposed to deliver the baby originally yeah yeah well so dude he did double cross why him. did he kill his own dude why'd moff gideon kill homeboy which homeboy werner herzog oh werner dude because he's crazy as fuck he's just a power hungry idiot he wasn't that dumb i mean i don't know maybe at the end there but yeah i guess taking all measures to make sure he gets that baby or he just killed him because he's just saying you're an idiot like, clearly the baby's not there. He somehow still knows. We don't know how he knew. Originally in Chapter 7, I was thinking that Cara Dune might have been tipping him off because of how Baby Yoda reacted to her when he tried force choking her and shit. Yeah, but she didn't do shit, so obviously... Yeah, unless it's some sort of really long con, but I don't think... I think she's a good guy. Yeah, that was episode. Yeah. Dude, Baby Yoda's been showing off some powers, though, past couple episodes. Yeah, dude, he gets super tired, though, whenever he does something... At least, remember the first time we saw him, he passed out for a day. Whereas yeah. now he's like force choking and blocking fire and force healing and it kind of puts him back. But it seems like it doesn't fuck him up as much. I thought force choking was a a dark side force move. It is a dark side force move. That's why it's it's interesting. What if Baby Yoda goes bad? Come on, they're not thinking like that. <laughs> Dude, if they didn't have Cara uh, Dune turn, they're not thinking like that. Yeah. That is a dark side move, though, for sure. Maybe he, he just can't control his powers yet because he's small. He's doing buck wild shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's protecting his dad. Dad. <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> this part, too, was funny with the fucking scout troopers. One of those is played by, I don't remember how to say his name, Jason Sadakis. I was going to ask you, dude. I was, I was going to say, this has to be a f- like some type of cameo of some dude. Yeah. They're just punching Baby Yoda, man. Fuck him. Because that was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know who the other one is. Should I look up the other guy? Yeah. Scout troopers. Scout troopers. 
Bro, their, helmets, their helmets are super unconventional. Like, how do they see anything? You can dude, I was, straight dude I was thinking this last episode when they were sitting on their speeders. I'm like, dude, those helmets are fucking worse. No wonder they can't shoot for shit either. You have no peripheral vision. You can't see shit coming up on the side of you. Exactly. How? No wonder all those guys are crashing into those trees on Endor. Yeah. How do you even maneuver around anything? You literally have to turn your whole head just to see where it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Most of these fits don't make any sense, man. Honestly. And how did they? They blasted Queel, but they couldn't even hit that little shit hanging out. <laughs> For real, dude. Although it was funny. Good it was boy. Up. It was making fun of how shitty they all are yeah. shooting. Okay, let me look up their names. Scout Troopers, Mandalorian. I don't even know if I said that guy's name right. Jason Sudeikis. I think that's how you say Sudeikis. Let's see. Adam Pally. Who's that? I have no clue. One is Adam Pally, and the other is Jason Sudeikis. This part felt straight like Taika Waititi's directing, though. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of like com, you know, comedy mixed with action. Yeah, they should give this guy his own show or give him like a Star Wars movie. Honestly, Taika, mm-hmm. let him write it. I don't know if he's a big Star Wars guy, but. This was like one of the better directed episodes. Some type of one-off kind of thing. Yeah, like because Deborah Chow, who directed the last episode and episode three, she's going to get the whole Obi-Wan series. And yeah, they should give Taika some more shit, man. This was just a solid episode. Probably one of the better ones of the season. They've ended the show strong, honestly. The past two weeks I thought were really solid. Mm-hmm. A lot better acting. It felt like real stakes. There was a real cliffhanger last episode. Yeah, Taika Waititi always has those like, yeah, those little just comedy bits. Yeah, goofy comedy bits in the middle of shit. (laughs) Yeah, and it felt like real stakes. And then IG Eleven just swoops in, shoots out everyone. IG Eleven was awesome. Honestly, his arc, the show, was good. Yeah, it was badass. Why were they so afraid of this blaster gun, dude? We've seen this so many times in Star Wars before. Yeah, they even have it in what Empire Strikes Back. Don't the stormtroopers have it then? Even it's not even that big of a deal. Like that's the second time that he's just gone and grabbed a, a blaster and just wiped out everyone himself. Yeah, that's another critique, dude. Saying you have till nightfall, bro. You don't want to be ended up in a shootout with these guys at night, anyway. Yeah, what? Why would you? You'd be outside, and they're well, inside a dude, building. It's like eight hours. <laughs> yeah, who knows what time it is? The sun looks pretty bright out there right now. Fuck yeah! This guy's kind of an idiot, Moff Gideon. He's not that smart. Yeah, just killing his own troops. He dumb. I know, killing his own homeboys, flipping, giving them till nightfall. Why would you follow this guy after he just blasted his own troops? He sucks at shooting in a TIE fighter. <laughs> True, dude. He couldn't shoot for shit. Dude, don't they have like bombs, like TIE fighter bombs that he ch- could have just dropped a bomb on the ass? I don't think it's a t- that's a TIE bomber. That's a different style ship. His kind of looked more like a short range TIE fighter, like a classic TIE fighter. Yeah, but besides their green blaster things, green blasters, cannons. Don't they have like some type of bombs with them too? I thought that it did. That's a different one. Oh. That's a different one. The Thai bomber. Look it up. I'll show you. I'll show you. Thai bomber. Honestly, I think I'm basing all this just off of Battlefront. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. This did have that Battlefront feel too when they're when he was lassoing on the back of that shit. Here's a Thai bomber. Look up. That was absurd. That was pretty unbelievable, dude. Who knows how fucking fast that thing's going? This guy must be force sensitive, man. Force sensitive, man. Oh, yep. Play it on that. <laughs> Check out this. This is the tie bomber I just sent you. When everyone's force sensitive and all these people are force sensitive, it really waters down the point of fucking the force. Like, 
makes the force seem like oh everyone's got the force not that big of a deal yeah i mean all the main characters kind of have been force sensitive and yeah the but they have we... like the bombs that they like, keep repeating they keep shooting out that fucking thing i was trying to think of what in battlefront like which battlefront game like the newer ones the classic. Two. i haven't played battlefront 2 the og okay battlefront 1 was good but battlefront 2 is like the best battlefront like the og battlefront yeah, the, you're talking like 10 years ago, like PlayStation. Yeah, like PlayStation Battlefront. Minor complaint, too, was they said it was going to take them hours for that back-to-tank shit to work. Oh, yeah, and then he's like, oh, pen. I'm feeling better. Good to go. Walks down the hallway. Finds the sec two seconds later. Yeah, he should just said minutes. Make it flushed out. Yeah, because, well, every other time we've seen back-to-tanks, it takes a while. Like when, when Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back was in a back-to-tank. He was floating there for like a day or two when he had to recover after the fighting that ice yeti. The fuck are those things called again? Wampas? Ice yeti? That's what a <laughs> yeti is. And they live in ice. It's a wampa. Yeah, we were right. This was like one of my complaints in this episode too. I felt like this was not even Taika's idea too. This felt like more John Favreau wanted the whole scene in this just to show the family saying goodbye again. Dude, they could have either showed just the scene when we originally first saw it and the entire scene of it but not just like bits and pieces they kept adding onto it they could have just done this once done exactly this once and showed the whole thing either at the very first time or like when we saw this episode well i liked when they showed that the mandalorian showed him in this episode because i think it ties in to the ending with what how he like how he carries himself as a person yeah like he's gonna save go anything to try to save this baby because like that's what they did for him but yeah, I think that they didn't need to show this scene three times. You could have done it twice. You could have done one where you teased it and then finally showed the big reveal at the very end. Because it just always felt weird, too, because anytime he was with the armorer and he's, she's banging shit, and for whatever reason, he got PTSD on that. What did you think about his face reveal? I don't know. I didn't even think anything of it, honestly. It just because I know what Pedro Pascal looks like. I think I like it better with his helmet on. He should just keep his helmet on. Like, we know what he looks like. What, did they need it? Did we need that? I don't know. Do you think we needed it? I feel it was kind of, he didn't really need it. Where the wound wasn't even on his head. He just sprayed fucking random shit on his head. And then I think he bumped his head pretty good. He was like concussed. Yeah, but the wound was on his back. Was it? I thought, he touched, his neck. His, I thought he touched like the back of his head and it was bleeding. Or his neck. Well, he couldn't have, he got shot. That's what wounded him. He got blasted by that explosion. Oh yeah, that too. Good point. <laughs> yeah. But I thought the blasters were hurting. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, the shock probably fucking hurt him more. Yeah, I didn't think that that... I would have been perfectly fine if they just had never showed him take his helmet off. It didn't feel like a big reveal. The big reveal for me in this episode was the Darksaber at the end. Yeah, that was badass. Which is for the listeners, that's... The Darksaber was the first... It was a lightsaber created by the first Mandalorian who became a Jedi in like a thousand thousand years before this show even happened. Literally 1,000 years. I think it's like 1,019 before yet Battle of Yavin. That could be wrong. Maybe I should check that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That was something I never thought we'd see in live action because that's something they've introduced in Rebels and the other TV shows. Sorry, Clone Wars. Darth Maul even has the Darksaber at one point. So he must get it later from Darth Maul or whoever took it from Darth Maul, the leader of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a Ross question. Yeah, 1019 before Battle of Yavin. Terra Vizla. Tar Vizla. Only black bladed lightsaber. Bladed lightsaber it didn't have a black blade. Yeah, it did. Black it was bladed. blue. No, it was black. Are you high? <laughs> I'm not high today. No. What do you mean? 
That is not black. Fast forward and check that shit. Yeah, I will. I just don't even know about this guy as a villain. He just kind of seems dumb. You're right. Black Blade. Fuck. So he must have got it when he was, when they were fucking with Mandalore. At least too, they confirmed in this episode also that you don't have to be from Mandalore to become a Mandalorian. Like that was something that we had figured already, but they just straight up confirmed that. And it sounds like you can't be an alien. You have to be a human because they, when didn't they say that? They said, if you can't find his family, well, wait, maybe they might take him in then. Wait, what do you mean? Okay. So remember when he was saying to baby Yoda, oh fuck, she was, the armor was talking about baby Yoda and Roswell has joined us. What's up guy? Yeah, hey. What I was saying though, Luke, was that, so I, I was thinking at first that they wouldn't let other alien species in, but I think what, something she said is that Baby Yoda could be a foundling if they can't find his family. Oh yeah, that's what she said, right? There's two options, either he's a foundling or you bring him back to his family or from wherever he belongs. Yeah, give him a little, imagine him with like a little Mandalorian helmet on. Dude, he should definitely not be a Mandalorian though. Can you guys not hear me that whole time? No. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> what did you bad. say? I said I cracked the Coors. Um, hey. Oh, Cheers, guys. <laughs> What's up, boys? <laughs> Let's go. And uh, I was saying that's the creed, right? For the Mandalorians. Anyone they find that they can make a family. It doesn't matter what race they are. Yeah, that's from my understanding. So we can see some creatures with crazy helmets here soon potentially do you want that in in a in yoda in the yoda species i mean there's gotta be one right yeah he'd be the ultimate mando why is there gotta be one dude i thought they're so force sensitive i mean there's a whole planet of them somewhere from what it sounds like or maybe 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 she just thinks that but their species is not it doesn't operate how other species operates. There could be a whole season Maybe. two where he's trying to find the family and he can't because they're extinct. So then yeah. they just have to eventually become a Mandalorian. Maybe Yoda species are like dragon eggs. They're just spread rare. Yeah, rare and spread out and they hatch from, I don't know, some type of event. Black hole. Oh, that'd actually be kind of cool. That's where he gets all his fucking powers from, a black hole. Yeah. That'd be pretty fucking bad. They just draw their force energy from black from holes. A dead star. Fuck. That'd be sick. Dude, that's one thing in Star Wars. They've never even touched black yeah. holes. Never shown one ever. Solo. That wasn't a black hole though, was it? Is, I thought that was a quasar. I don't know what some the shit. fuck it was. When he was a nebula. doing the Parsec run? Yeah. That was a nebula. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, you might be right. I don't know. I've the never difference. seen a black hole. <laughs> yeah, they never be talking about that shit. Do you think someone would accidentally run into one all the time, especially with all their space travel? Right. In a, in a massive galaxy yeah. like that, too. Or not. Because space is so big, you might never run into shit. Yeah, true. Realistically, yeah, you, you wouldn't run into it unless you were trying to. Yeah, more likely if you just jumped to hyperspace, you would hit nothing. Then you would hit something. Yeah. The nebula from Solo is just a condensation of matter out in space, basically. Are you looking it up? I was going to see what the fuck that shit was, yeah. Because didn't it have a creature in it? Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, though. Some whack shit with tentacles. (laughs) Yeah, it says it was a... Well, in the Star Wars canon wiki for Nebula, it doesn't even mention Solo. So I don't know what the fuck that was that they... What was that then? What the fuck? This Nebula looks crazy on this picture. The Kalita Nebula, it's got like massive dragon looking fuckers 
What was his signet, though? Yeah. His signet's a mudhorn. Oh. I thought he originally didn't want that. He couldn't claim it. She claimed it as a clan of two. Yeah, because Yoda and him defeated it together, technically, so. And he's a foundling. Yo, what'd you guys think the Mind Flare reference was? Was that, like, a reference to that creature that they had in Rogue One? Remember that thing that they attached to your brain? The thing that Forrest Whitaker uses? Yeah, just, like, a nickname for it. Yeah, I I think it was just a callback to that. Because I don't know what what else it would be. Mind Flare's, like, Dungeons and Dragons shit. Yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. (laughs) It's just something that can access your mind and kind of manipulate your mind. Carrie Dune too, she's from Alderaan. That makes a lot of sense why she joined the rebellions after they blew up her planet. She was probably pissed. Yeah, dude. I can't believe I thought that she could potentially be a spy. Oh, for the Empire? Yeah. No, not after that shit. Not after this episode. No way. And what'd you think, Ross, about the episode? Eight? Yeah. Or just these two. too. Just, they kind of go hand in hand. So, I was talking about this with one of my friends, and so, like, the mid-season... Super shaky. Make me lose my faith in this. I feel like these last two episodes really helped redeem the series. Yeah. And they brought back kind of a cohesive story and like a big baddie that you could focus on, you know, Some, something like that can carry over through multiple episodes. Gives it more of a cohesive storyline. And I think episode eight, I really liked. You could really feel Taika Watiti. Those two scout troopers talking at the beginning was fucking gold. The dry humor in it was great and when they were shooting at that can that was very meta humor right there just showing how shit stormtroopers are at shooting but they were just it's, it was really natural you know they were just target practicing some fucking can it was hilarious and i can't shoot i, I really like yeah <laughs> wasn't one of them jason sudeikis too yeah it was i loved i fucking love taika watiti's directing <laughs> style dude i know i was saying they it's should hilarious. give him another give him more star wars projects yeah, give, give him a couple episodes next season. Give him and Deborah Chow more stuff and Rick, the other director. Thought of episode three? Rick did episodes two and episode six. He did the kind of like one-off style episodes. That episode six was definitely the best of those one-off episodes, in yeah. my opinion. I don't think they should give Dave Filoni more live-action stuff. I thought overall he did the worst for the live-action episodes. He did five and one. Uh, yeah, he wrote, I agree. He wrote episode five, too. I don't know if Oof. he's ready for the big leagues. Also, one thing was just the acting was pretty fucking bad in episode five. Yeah, definitely. My God, that one guy, that one guy that was calling out episode nine I and know. episode eight. Luke, did you hear about he this? The guy, terrible. The dude who played Toro Callahan, Callahan? I don't remember his fucking name. The, the bounty hunter wannabe who got peace at the end of the episode. Yeah. The actor went on Instagram and just shit all over the new Star Wars movie. Said it's ass, ruins everything. Like, damn, worst Star Wars movie yet is what he was saying. I was like, dude, this guy was just in the TV show two weeks ago. I would not be shouting. I would not be spouting off if it were me. Yeah, like dude, you about to be unemployed? Like any employment opportunities? Bye, bye, boy. Yeah, buy Disney deals. Damn, fuck. And the thing is with him too is yeah, he was really bad, but I wasn't going to trash on him and stuff. I didn't think his performance was good, but now that he's trashing on other stuff, I feel way more inclined to shit on him. Yeah, and he has no room to talk. Good point. No room to (laughs) talk. Exactly, dude. Fucking ass, dude. Ass. Yeah, the acting was bad, man. He had the worst acting this season. Agreed. That or or those. I mean, he had a way more major part than those people in episode four, though. Like the villagers that try to recruit the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, they sucked. 
they sucked, but they didn't have they weren't like a huge major part where it was super annoying the whole time. I was going to ask you, what did you think about uh, him taking off his helmet? I thought it was, you could go two ways with it. You could see it as being really against his character because the whole season he's hated droids and the only thing that he lets see him without a helmet on is a droid. You could see it as character growth and seeing it as kind of ironic, which is how I saw it was like this whole season it makes a point of he hates droids, he hates droids. He just despises them no matter if they're seen as good or evil by others. He always sees them as evil. The season goes by, he kind of grows as a character, especially in the, it was a lot in this last episode. That is a good take. He has grown this season. He's very more open to working with people and having allies and taking care of this baby and his change, his shift on droids has changed. It's like actually this whole shift on the whole world has changed a yeah. lot. Cause remember if you look at like even a new hope when they were at the cantina, they'd say no droids because everyone remembers the clone wars. They remember all the droids just fucking everyone up. And now droids are working at the cantina and just shows the growth that people are starting to forget about all that. It's crazy that no one remembers a Jedi though. They're always like these wizards. It's like, dude, how the fuck do you forget Jedi? It's only been that shit 30 just years. Happened. Luke just defeated the empire. <laughs> no one knows that Darth Vader was Anakin. Yeah. Or no, sorry. No one knows that they were related. Luke and Anakin are related and Leia's related. Hunter drew dozens, dozens of Jedis just 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. I don't get how that completely is a race. I mean, he was a kid. Yeah. If not even born True. yet. But you, he's this traveling guy. He's always hearing, he's probably somebody who's always hearing stories in bars, you know? Always hearing stories from people I, you would think he would, he would know about Jedis. Yeah, true. But, so, yeah. It's just it's just kind of an inconsistency because of how what the orders of the movie, how they were made. I guess I guess like you just say the galaxy is so big you might Yeah. Which you could then would make sense that no one would recognize a Luke Skywalker on that tat you know, Tatooine. He's got the same fucking last name as Anakin. Yeah, but also think about how fast information probably travels. No one knows about Baby Yoda. Luke didn't know about Baby Yoda. True. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. It's <laughs> a good point. All it takes is for one person to light speed jump to another part of the galaxy and then they just have to say something and then that would spread through that part of the galaxy super fast. I think, yeah, we're saying the same thing is that people should know about this shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 mm -hmm. okay. We on the same page. Yeah. I don't know, what else do you think about this episode, Ross? Because me and Luke kind of talked, did like a 10-minute thing on it before. We only, yeah. only complaint we really had is that they kept showing the same, they keep showing that same, his origin. Oh, the flashback. Yeah. yeah, at least this time yeah. they showed the Mandalorian saving him, which is what we all thought was going to happen. But it just like you didn't need to show the whole thing again. Just speed it up a little. That's what we were saying. Yeah. Or just not show it the first. I mean, yeah, not show it as much. Not show it three times. Like just tease it once and then show it now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That kind of beat me, kind of beat me over the head with that a little bit. Yeah. That was the only complaint I really had in this episode, though. I, I like this episode. IG-11 was great. The armor was good too. That's jetpack. I fuck, dude. Fuck. That jetpack is sick. <laughs> he's he's totally fucking armored out dude, now. He's he, got yeah. everything. One season. I thought that was kind of going to be the build up was that he's going to have to get all these pieces, get his armor over a couple seasons, get his jetpack. I don't know what else he needs. He hasn't been using his gun lately. Dark saber. Oh, the got to get that. Yeah, true. That's totally what that's his fucking do, huh? Yeah. That's his next item. You don't have to be force sensitive to wield the dark saber, right? No, because Previs or Terra Vizsla, right? The guy from the Clone Wars, he wasn't force sensitive. 
Terra Vizsla. Isn't that the dude you sent me? Zach? I thought Terra Vizsla built the Darksaber. Or was it pre... I Okay, I'm confused. Was Pre Vizsla the one who built it or Terra Vizsla? Terra Vizsla created it. First Mandalorian ever inducted in the Jedi Order. Yeah. Okay, so I'm talking about Pre Vizsla. Pre Vizsla. He was it, not... Yeah, that was in his... He's in his line. Yeah. Isn't that a dog? Pre Vizsla. <laughs> no, Vizsla's. Oh, yeah. My dog is actually a Vizsla. Yeah, dude. I knew it. My dog right outside. <laughs> Vizsla. That dog right there. I like seeing the dark saber. I never think we we're going to see that in live action. I don't know how that fool got it. He's kind of a dumbass, but I like seeing it. Yeah, that was okay. That was one of my problems with it was how they went about the siege on the <laughs> yeah. on those fools. We'll wait till nighttime. Like, yeah, no, just storm their asses. <laughs> yeah, capture them. They can't do shit. They got and We got to see. So, we got to yeah. see Baby Yoda's powers though. Just fuck up that flame the trooper. Flame trooper. Fuck, that was sick. Maybe they were just scared because of baby yoda like we can't go in this they're about to flame everyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes no i'm saying after they saw what he did to the flame trooper yeah i don't know why they took so long to storm back in after that was probably my main problem with it honestly but i thought it was good besides that and there's that random jacked astromech droid i didn't realize that they, oh yeah <laughs> they did that that they were just like dudes that you that they go on ships with you like they're directional navigational he must have yeah, he must have been modified, is what I was thinking, because he had four arms and two legs, and I know I've never those little never seen yeah. anything like that in canon. No, that's brand new. Maybe in the Clone Wars, just blast that fool. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude. Cara Dune's character is so quick to temper. It's like frustrating. Yeah, like chill out, guy. Every- <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't got anybody else. You guys got? I don't really have much else. Yeah, I don't have much yeah. else either. I liked IG Eleven. I liked how his character went out. I liked his story arc throughout yeah. the se- season. It was great. And then obviously the last battle between Din Djarin and Moff Gideon in the TIE Fighter was sick. Oh, and the armor fight. Shit, she's a badass. Yeah. You're smashing those Oh, that was in. so dope. I forgot about that. So sick. That was the best scene of the, sh- of this, of the episode. When she broke that dude's face mask open. Ooh. God, that was savage. Brutal. And IG-11 swooping in, saving the day. That was badass. Thought that was going to happen. Oh, on the speeder bike? Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. Except for I don't get why he didn't just run away with Baby Yoda to the ship. I was like, all right, you're going in balls deep on these fools. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Baby cool. Yoda just chilling up front. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because he knew if he, he took Baby Yoda back, they would just go swoop it. The only way it was safe is if it's with him, for sure. Yeah, that's true. It's case, it's a choice you have to make. Yeah. You don't really know what's going to work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much it. I thought, oh, one other thing, minor, minor uh, flaw. I thought Din Djarin maybe knew how to use his jetpack a little too well right off the bat. They said he was trained as a baby. or as a- Well, yeah, he said he did a little training, but she then right after that, she said, you have to become a master at it and shit. And then he was like fucking fighting a, a TIE fighter one on one with it right away. They put a little exposition exposition in there to explain it. It was just a slight reach for me. It wasn't a big deal. I still thought the scene was badass. Yeah, I was thinking because he only used it once to shoot straight up, and it kind of didn't look like he was that in control of it, and then he had to shoot on yeah. it. And he then only used it two more times. He'd use it to jetpack up and then to save himself at the last second. So I didn't think he looked like a pro to me. That's a good point. And just because they said that he had... The first time I watched it, that did bother me. And then I, I picked that up the second time. They said that he did train as a kid a little bit. And he's a pretty badass dude. Like, picks up stuff easy. Games. Fucking legend. Back in King's Landing, I take any night, any day. 
what do you say? Diagon Alley or something? I don't know what the fuck he said. A gin Alley. Gin Alley. Yeah. I was a fucking legend. <laughs> Best character in Game of Thrones? Shut the fuck up. Great. One of the greatest <laughs> deaths. That is for sure. Just sword in the back of the dome. Dude, Jon Snow bailout. Another Jon Snow bailout. Okay. Is that it? Is all we got, boys? Fuck. So should we give this episode a rating and then rate the show as a whole or just rate the show? I the series. No, if I would if I could rank the show one. I thought it was a pretty good season, but there was definitely a few episodes I did not like. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to balance everything against each other over the course of a whole season. The overall arc, those episodes that contain their arc, pretty solid, except for the one that introduced Cara Dune. That was a shaky, shaky <laughs> episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the other four episodes, pretty solid. Yeah, first episodes of three, seven, and eight, pretty fucking great. And I thought episode two was really good, too, because that showed Baby Yoda's powers and all that and he saved his life so overall yeah pretty good yeah probably like an 80, ah, shit let me think like 80 82 overall really half the episodes you didn't like and you gave it 82 two episodes yes. i didn't like you said one two seven and eight i said three seven and eight were like really really good episodes and i thought two and six were solid too but episodes oh four and five were not good what are you giving it, Luke? I'd probably give it like 75 passing C, C grade. Yeah, I'd go with 77. Damn, boys. About All that. right. They had some fire episodes and some one of the best moments in all of Star Wars, but had some lows Dude. too, man. If you just think of it outside of the context of Star Wars, just as its own show, you know, as a show. Yeah, it wasn't. I think there is some weak We'll see about the Gideon sure. guy. If he's the villain, I don't know if I think he's that great of a villain. I was more excited for Werner. Yeah, Werner Herzog. He seemed a lot more ominous than Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't yeah. really think things through. He's not very strategic. Rational. Yeah, or rather just blasting his own troops. Seems desperate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly, those scout troopers talking in the beginning, probably the funniest Star Wars moment. Initial, initial hot take, funniest moment in Star Wars. Funniest five minutes in That's Star Wars. That's pretty good. It was solid, man. It was funny. It, so it was classic hilarious. Taika. Yeah. Guarantee he wrote that. I love it. Oh, yeah, dude. All, his influence is all over that. That was hilarious. So that's all we got. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NotAMoviePod, at Culture Crave for the latest updates in movies and TV. Follow our Star Wars account, too, at SWTweets. And your boys on Twitter. Mine's at Zach underscore Williamson. Luke's is at Luke underscore Goosens. Ross's is at Ross Cutsforth. Support your boys too by signing up for our Patreon. We're dropping at least three episodes a month. It's five bucks. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash not another movie pod. Make sure to keep dropping us reviews and ratings on iTunes or Apple, whatever platform you can on. It helps keep spreading the word about the pod as we go into 2020. Thank you all. Plenty more content to come. Also, shout out always to our producer, Julian Gallegos. Check him out if you need editing at j5music.com. That's it, y'all. Have a nice new year.